Welcome. My name is Pastor David Cartwright. You are about to hear a document prepared for the congregation of Russell Memorial United Methodist Church. It is intended to be a brief, concise, and hopefully clear overview of information and developments that may impact the direction of the congregation. It is offered to inform, not to make recommendations. Included is a short glossary of United Methodist terms you might find helpful. We'll begin with that. Annual Conference An annual conference is a regional connectional body of United Methodist churches and clergy that function under the Episcopal leadership of a United Methodist bishop. Our annual conference, called the Texas Annual Conference, extends from Texarkana to Van Zant County, then southward through East Texas to the south side of the Houston metropolis. Functioning in the same way as the General Conference, an annual conference also meets once a year to worship and conduct business. Our bishop, Bishop Scott Jones, has served our conference since 2016 and will be retiring at the end of 2022. A new Episcopal leader will be appointed to us at that time. Book of Discipline The Book of Discipline is the document that establishes the terms of United Methodist covenantal life. While it is not authoritative in the same manner as Scripture, the Book of Discipline provides norms, rules, and expectations for all functions of United Methodist people and entities. General Conference General Conference is a legislative body composed of United Methodist delegates from all over the world. Comprised of an equal number of clergy and lay delegates, it is the body that enacts policy changes, sets our Book of Discipline, and is the only body empowered to speak for the denomination. General Conference also refers to the quadrennial meeting of this body. The next scheduled General Conference will be in the spring of 2024. Judicial Council As General Conference would be our version of Congress, the Judicial Council would be our version of the Supreme Court. The Judicial Council is a body of lay and clergy members who receive questions regarding our Book of Discipline and issue declarative statements in response. When an action or pending action on behalf of a bishop, clergy, or any United Methodist body is in question, the Judicial Council may be called upon to rule regarding the authority of such action. Trust Clause The Trust Clause is a statement included in the Deeds of United Methodist Properties declaring that the properties are held in trust for the denomination, ensuring that the property will continue to be used for the purposes of the United Methodist Church. The implication of the Trust Clause is that if the property holder elects to no longer function as part of the United Methodist Church, the holder forfeits the right to continue holding the property. This clause has been a normal part of property deeds going back to the roots of Methodism. History For decades, the issue of human sexuality as it relates to marriage and to the ordination of clergy 
has been a point of debate in the United Methodist Church. The position of the denomination has been that while all people are eligible to participate in the programs and sacraments of the church, self-avowed practicing homosexuals are not to be ordained or appointed as clergy, and ceremonies celebrating same-sex unions are not to be conducted by United Methodist clergy or in United Methodist churches. These statements are found in the Book of Discipline in paragraph 4, article 4, paragraph 214, paragraph 304.3, and paragraph 341.6. With regularity, there have been efforts at general conferences to overturn these prohibitions. Such efforts have fallen short each time, and the tension within the denomination has progressively increased. For years now, there have been occasional acts by clergy that violate our Book of Discipline on these issues. Weary of the ongoing struggle, and realizing that the internal strife may harm our witness for Christ, the Council of Bishops was asked at the end of the 2016 General Conference to help move us toward some kind of lasting resolution. In response to the request, the bishops established the Commission on a Way Forward. It was a diverse group of people who met over many months, their purpose being to create options for changes that might find broad acceptance within the denomination. These options would be brought to a special session of General Conference in 2019. The Commission did its work, and the special session of General Conference was convened in February of 2019. While one of the proposed options was approved by a narrow vote, it quickly became evident that a resolution to our struggle had not been reached. In the wake of the 2019 General Conference, conversations about a denominational separation escalated. The 2019 General Conference passed a resolution in the Book of Discipline, paragraph 2553, that would allow for congregations to disaffiliate from the United Methodist Church for reasons of conscience regarding matters related to human sexuality. The provisions of this paragraph are considered to be the most gracious exit plan possible and are to be in place until the end of 2023. One of the most impactful pieces of the provision is that congregations are allowed to disaffiliate without being bound by the trust clause in property deeds. In other words, the, proper, the process allows the congregation to disaffiliate without having to purchase the property from the annual conference. Implications What does all this mean for Russell Memorial Church, now and in the years ahead? The answer to that is rooted in possible changes that may take place in the coming years. There are several factors that could affect the direction of the denomination, all of which carry levels of uncertainty. For this reason, there is no way to make any fact claims about what the United Methodist Church will be in years to come. Having said that, many thoughtful, experienced leaders in the United Methodist Church anticipate changes to our policies regarding matters of human sexuality. The primary change anticipated would be the removal of what is often called 
restrictive language regarding marriage or ordination of people in same-sex relationships. These changes could not happen until the next meeting at General Conference, which will be in 2024. If these changes take place, it would allow clergy to perform marriages for same-sex couples and for annual conferences to ordain clergy who are living in same-sex marriages. Neither of these would be required, only allowed, based on the conscience of those involved. What direct impact would this have on Russell Memorial Church? In one sense, it would probably have no immediate, perceivable impact, perhaps none for years to come. Weekly ministry could look the same as it always has. However, another factor is the impact upon a church of denominational affiliation. This is a matter that means very little to some people, and very much to others. It is also a matter that carries weight regarding how a congregation is viewed by its surrounding community. Russell Memorial has already seen the impact of public perception, even before any formal denominational changes have taken place. What the denomination does, or even is perceived to do, will matter to some people. In light of this, it may be that the Russell Memorial Congregation will want to prayerfully discern what path God would have us take in the coming years. Possible Pathways There are options for moving ahead as a congregation. It is likely that any pathway will involve change of some kind. It will only be a matter of what kind of change, how soon, and how extensive. One option clearly would be to remain United Methodist. This option would require the least effort on our part, and changes may not be felt for months or even years to come. It is worth saying again that we cannot know with certainty what the United Methodist Church will look like in the future. Other pathways forward would involve disaffiliation from the United Methodist Church. Should the congregation decide to move in this direction, an associated decision would involve discerning what our next affiliation would be. Three general options would be before us. To affiliate with another denomination in the Wesleyan tradition. To affiliate with a denomination in another tradition. Or to become an independent church. Any of these options would require the completion of several steps the details of which would vary depending on which pathway is chosen. The news that most people are hearing about recently has to do with the Global Methodist Church. The Global Methodist Church is a newly formed denomination, the groundwork for which has been established in recent years by United Methodists seeking to solidify a Wesleyan presence that holds to traditional teachings. It may be the perception that the decision for Methodists right now is an either-or matter of staying United Methodist or joining the Global Methodist Church. Many churches that are disaffiliating from the United Methodist Church are indeed joining the Global Methodist Church, but that is just one of several options. Process If Russell Memorial discerns that remaining United Methodist is not God's calling for us, 
there is a process established that must be completed. As stated earlier, if disaffiliating by the provision of the Book of Discipline, paragraph 2553, the process would have to be complete by December 31, 2023. The steps are as follows. Number one, to complete the process of discernment. This means sufficiently informing the congregation regarding the issues and options at hand, allowing time for questions, input, and prayerful conversation together. Second, calculate the unfunded pension liability. This is a piece of the financial obligation the congregation would owe to the annual conference. It covers our share of liability to cover all pension obligations for pastors and families who have served the congregation. Third, vote to move, move forward. A church conference would be convened to vote on a resolution to disaffiliate. All professing members of the congregation would be eligible to vote. The resolution would require a two-third majority to pass. Fourth, to pay the previous and current year's apportionments. Our apportionments are the financial commitment we make as United Methodists to be in ministry together. They are typically paid every year and cover a wide variety of ministries and other denominational obligations. Fifth, pay in full the congregation's unfunded pension liability. The church would receive a calculated payout, as mentioned in Step 2, and the church would be required to pay in full that amount to the annual conference before disaffiliating. Sixth, complete all forms for disaffiliation. These forms would resolve all legal, legal matters associated with disaffiliation from the United Methodist Church, such as the transfer of property and any other legal documents. Finally, seventh, a required vote of the Texas Annual Conference. A vote of the Annual Conference session to approve the congregation's disaffiliation is the last required step. What now? If you are someone who has been following this for years, little of the information contained here is new to you. On the other hand, you may be someone for whom this is all new. Regardless, we value your presence as part of the Russell Memorial Fellowship, and we desire your prayerful input to help discern our path forward. There are many congregations undergoing the same process of discernment, a few have already completed the disaffiliation process. Many others have formally entered into a season of prayer to determine their future. You would simply be joining others who are walking the same pathway. The first thing we encourage of you is to ask questions for clarity. There is much information to process. We are actively working with district and conference leaders to gain as much insight as possible. If we cannot provide an immediate answer to your question, we will pursue an answer and provide it as quickly as possible. There is a meeting scheduled for Sunday, July 17th at 3 o'clock in the afternoon at Marvin United Methodist Church in Tyler. Bishop Jones, 
and other conference leaders will be providing information and answering questions on the disaffiliation process and the options before us. You are welcome to join your church leaders in attending. You may also find yourself wanting to discuss this informally with friends in the church. As you do, please remember that the best conversations are the ones we hold in holiness. Not all people are of the same mind on these issues. Bishop Jones recently reminded us of John Wesley's own admonition to Methodists. Even if we do not think alike, we can still love alike. Let us strive to make sure that the Spirit prompting our words is the Holy Spirit. Lastly, I encourage you to please pray for your church leadership. The Administrative Council has a deep desire to faithfully serve the mission of Christ in our community. Pray that they may be wise and gracious in their work. Thank you so much for listening. May God's blessing be upon you.